Episode number 500, oh, 454. WP Inc. Is there room for community and corporate? At the table, we need it. I'm Jason Tucker. Go to my website at jasontucker.blog. I'm posting stuff over there. Are you? We'd love to have you over there. Of course. Oh, hey, I'm Sarid. I make WordPress, teach WordPress, teach WordPress. Much on the teaching these days. At Sarid Media, all the first. And go over to Apple Podcasts, Audible, wherever it is that you want to listen. And you can also come hang out with us over on our Discord. Links in the description below, as they say on the YouTubes. Smash, smash that like button. Yeah, I mean, uh, from the top here, I mean, we got four four great people on the show here, and you should definitely hit the little oh, share button someplace definitely and just tell free. people that we're we're, we're streaming live. <laughs> we would love it. We'd love it if you did that. So, also, is this the episode that we talk about people that have WordPress ink like tattoos? Because because you're so funny. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know three people that have WordPress tattooed on their bodies. Oh. I would I would consider that. Hmm. Yeah. I would consider no, I'm, I'm not good. sure I could admit, but I'd consider it. All right. Um I uh I think we should introduce the topic. I don't know what camera I'm gonna use today. <laughs> I think everybody should just send me cameras and equipment. <laughs> All right, people. All right. Let's talk about this. This this um I'm I'm very sad that my fellow uh my fellow anti-capitalist is uh not here today. Um we miss you, Cosper. Uh, but I do want to say... Does he um, accept that label? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. There's a tattoo somewhere. I'm little punks forever. Okay. Um, ink crossed out. Yeah, exactly. We like uninked the ink or something. All right. So today's topic is a spicy one. But we've got some representation from different angles. So, you know, we're not doing any bashing. But I wanted to just say up front that... This conversation is taking place in reality, as hopefully we all know. And what that means is, is that I will not be pretending that we that there is a possibility of some um, utopia that exists in which we are not all subjected to the capitalist machine. Because <laughs> all of the stuff that we're going to talk about is 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 basically accepting the situation that we're in and not being like. Well, if we just all made communes and got together and made an agrarian system, this wouldn't be a problem. Because it might not, but doesn't matter. Because this is the system that we have. I just needed to preface today with that because okay. I just wanted everyone to know that I'm only accepting the capitalist paradigm because I have to. Ah, just want to okay. be clear. Okay. But since we have a capitalist paradigm <laughs> and, uh, you know, over the past, couple of decades, most of all of our lives, the four of us specifically, um, the public-private partnership world has really expanded. And um, so much infrastructure, uh, for example, my there's a playground near my, my house here that I go to. We call it Dino Park because there are dinosaurs at it. Why are there dinosaurs? Because it was built by Jurassic Park, <laughs> the movie. <laughs> Like there's literally a Jurassic Park logo and there's like some dinosaurs from Jurassic Park. There's also, oh. you know, the playground, whatever. It's not like you're indoctrinated with Jurassic Park when you get there, but right. there is a logo. It is, it is, you know, branding dinosaurs, Jurassic Park together. And so this is a great example. I just wanted to kind of start with, because this is one of those things that 
that playground really needed to get, you know, updated. There's not usually money in the budget for stuff like that. Um, less and less money in the budget for things like that. But then you have a company or a entity, whatever, step in Jurassic Park. I don't know what entity Jurassic Park is, but you know, some movies. Are, are they are they the one that does the experiments out on the, uh, the <laughs> island? It's actually the Jurassic Park company, right? <laughs> exactly, because again, reality. No, anyway. So long long story short. Well, long story shorter. Anyway, um, the point is, is that this playground would not have been built or remodeled without this partnership because they're just, yeah. you know, there's not funds or maybe funds from the state or something like that. But um, the kids love it. It's everyone's favorite park. Right. And it's, they're not being beaten over the head with Jurassic Park or required to, like, you know, watch it or anything like that. Um, so this is an example of what has really become a huge trend. I can actually give another example from our downtown. We used to have a giant city hall on this, on this land, this big parking lot, giant city hall. The city partnered with a hotel, a giant hotel development company, who then tore everything down and built a city hall and a library as part of an exchange for land where they are going to build a giant hotel. Okay. So the city did not have to rebuild city hall, but it did, you know, the exchange. So this private partnership, private public partnership thing is, is everywhere, at least in the U S I can't really speak to how this influences globally, but um, it, so that's just really the setting that I wanted to, to talk about, because I think that is really where we're the reality that we're all in and where we're all coming from is this is a very accepted way of doing things in our current culture. And so well, I would love to say, oh, let's be pure and no outside funds and, you know, no corporate entities. It's just really, it's not realistic at all. So, and, and I think that back in the day on this show, we used to really, let's say, speak truthfully and, and give some hard truths about GoDaddy, for example, which is where uh, Courtney works. But in the past couple of years, at least, GoDaddy has really changed their approach. And I really wanted to ask you, Courtney, if you could just talk about that. I know you were just at the Open for Summit. Yes. And actually, could you talk about some of your experience there? Yeah. So Open Source Summit is fantastic. It is not going to be as affordable as a international WordCamp even. Those are usually like 50 bucks for US dollars. Um, Open Source Summit tickets are a little bit steeper at like $600 to attend wow. this. But that's actually close to a normal rate from even most other kind of conferences. This was put on by the Linux Foundation. And I am so thankful that my work was able to send me to this event because I was there specifically to learn about open source program offices, which is how corporations handle oversight of all of the open source that they use, not just, oh, we put WordPress on our customer sites or our customers come to us to put WordPress on their accounts, but also are we using Log4j? Are we using these programming languages? Are we, do we have software that we at GoDaddy, which yes, we do, um, open source some specific types of things ourselves that other people are welcome to come and contribute to. Or even the servers. Right. The, the, yeah. All that stuff is hosted on. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yep. Now I will say if you're going uh, anyway, that neither here nor there, some of them are, some of them are not, but that's splitting hairs. Yeah. We don't to, talk about the service. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so 
community at GoDaddy these days, what I can say that it looks like is that we have the department that I sit in and many people, because this is a WordPress show, know my coworkers that are in the field marketing team and we are part of the WordPress part of the company, right? And so we have plugins and themes and hosting and a lot of WordPress in a lot of ways. So we're part of that organization. Um, and is, we do a lot like, of work. Is it like a, is it a department? Yeah. Yeah. You could say it that way. Like there, there are, there are departments that are like, okay, this is all of the WordPress stuff that people are working on and you all have comms together. So that group is keyed into the WordPress community. And that means that it is not an owned community from a community manager's perspective. There is owned versus earned. So owned would be like, you go to the forums on GoDaddy's site. And that is an owned community. Yep. Whereas if it is the field marketing team, like myself, Adam, Marcus, Maya, out at events, um, that is earned. And that earning is often by trust, by being truly connected and invested in what the community is doing, forming actual friendships with people that are in the community. It's the not faking it part. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Now, with, within GoDaddy, we have some other parts of community that are not just on our forums, but we do have those. We have things like a LinkedIn group for small business owners. Um, we have a program called Venture Forward that is a research-based approach to understanding what's going on with small businesses because a lot of customers that come to GoDaddy are small yeah. business owners. So we have this whole department of research and these small businesses start networking together as well. One of them will be really close to uh, WordCamp US. So if you happen to see Cheesecake around from GoDaddy, that's one of our, our customers and I'm excited to highlight them. Nice. But Community looks kind of different or weird in a corporate environment compared to what maybe my experience was before I joined a corporation. Before I joined working at a corporation, my understanding of community was like my church groups, my local friends, and going to work camps. And now I have an understanding that my role, <laughs> my specific role is the developers in the WordPress community are my primary audience of people that I want to know and talk with and things. That's why she talks to me folks. Yes. No. She's yep. Paid. Yep. Yep. We we talk we talk the developer stuff nonstop. Um, but despite my many promptings for say to get on board with VS Code, I also <laughs> look at other parts of the community inside of GoDaddy as well, and being yep. aware of um, what is my responsibility or obligation to these other parts of a community within a corporation look like. Not just my main focus, WordPress devs, as a dev advocate, but there's also all of these other pieces of what does what does a community of practice look like? Well, which is before we get too far into all the all the communities, <laughs> which is yeah. by the way, there's a lot. Yeah, a lot of different things. Um, I wanted to zoom out a little bit because you were talking about the WordPress component, but in mm -hmm. in GoDaddy and in a lot of these much larger corporations, there's there's a bigger. It's not just WordPress, right? So it's right. actually more open source stuff. JavaScript. Or it could also be like domain investing or resellers. We have these niche communities that are like the kind of writing on open source technology, but but not like the domain investors, they're investing in domains. It has nothing to do really with open source. Well, yeah. Right. So that's a but that's a different <laughs> kind of community. Again, you have yep. a lot of communities. But so in terms of um how that how that affects us, right? Mm -hmm. We are so WordPress. The WordPress community is one community, and then there's the larger open source community. And I was really struck 
Um, yeah. We see the same, we see, not the same, but we see um, the players mm-hmm. that we all know and love in WordPress. Yep. Uh, uh, at sponsoring the WordCamps. You know, we've got GoDaddy, we've got um, all of the automatic properties, WooCommerce and Jetpack and all of that. We've got, um, you know, Bluehost somewhere. Uh, you know, there's uh, DreamHost is, you know, somewhere on a little tier, Elementor showing up, right? So all these big companies that we're really familiar with who are um, who are are putting money or putting presence or whatever it is into WordPress. But some of them like GoDaddy are also doing that at an open source, yep. the open source uh, community level. And something that I was really struck with when you were talking about being at Open Source Summit was that there weren't actually any, like there were a few handful of people who just happened to be WordPress people. As Not even, Drupal. <laughs> yeah, or Drupal people. So it wasn't even like, like so there was no one there from Automatic right? There was no one there from any of those other larger companies. Mm. And I thought that was really interesting because the, um, you know, not just because they likely use open source, but because uh, the, the, even, even at OSS with a $600 ticket. And from what you told me, there were a lot of corporate reps there from the open source program. So I just kind of, the reason I wanted to zoom out for that is because WordPress, you know, we all know we're in a bubble, but um, we we complain lightly or not lightly sometimes about how like at WordCamp US last year, it was a high number of sponsored contributors. A lot of, mm. um, you know, big companies were sending their people and taking up those spots. Um, and at Open Source Summit, it was like all sponsored contributors. Yeah. Right? Right. Like we have a seat on the board for uh, we GoDaddy have a seat on the board for OpenJS, which is the JavaScript foundation. So a bunch of different JavaScript type of groups all merge themselves together as one foundation. And um, within that, we had people there from Netflix and Meta and like a lot of places that are using JavaScript pretty heavily. And they need to think about these standards. And they had a contributor couple of days together where the one or two days were actual sessions to learn a thing from or make policies about OpenJS or whatever. But then they also had days that were more contributor time. I was not in those tracks. I was in the beginning part of it. Um, But yes, a lot of corporations are sending their folks there to get to know others in the open source community. And that's mm -hmm. why I went like I wanted to meet how are other corporations handling open source? Well, yeah. And so this is exactly so. So and I, I want to just kind of bring that back to, to our world. So I think we've gotten, I don't want to say spoiled, but because of our bubble, right, we have this kind of um, our main corporate sponsor, other than in WordCamps, is automatic. Like, yes. We don't have the recognition of that in our community other than sort of under under the radar, or under the yep. table, like this weird secret acknowledgement mm-hmm. of it. But at the end of the day, uh, I I have you know I've looked at I know how much time it takes to manage all of this yeah. word, this WordPress thing you know welcome um, team rep <laughs> yeah right um, and um, the I can I can say and I I can say this with you know pretty much so much confidence WordPress would not be any I mean obviously Matt you know founded it and all that but without mm-hmm. automatic without automatic's corporate support. Yep. for WordPress and its sponsors, 
which is very imperfect. And I in no way want to imply that I think that it is perfect because no. it is not. And I have lots of critiques. But, really? Yeah, just a couple. Uh, but I also think that it is so important to acknowledge this. And I think this is part mm -hmm. of why our, our community has, has, has this tension around the, the corporate besides the fact that GoDaddy used to really suck. I mean, let's be real. They yeah, really I I will be the first to say I used to take my clients off of yeah, GoDaddy. Exactly. And when I heard about this role and was asked to apply, <laughs> I said, talk to me more about why you went to GoDaddy um, before I was really convinced that it would be a place I want to be. Right. Yeah. So like we've definitely developed in our, in our community, the WordPress community, a distrust, I think, of... Mm these kind of larger corporations um, and they're viewed often with um, suspicion and agenda. Like yep. really for WordCamp US, everyone was like, oh, everybody's sponsored. This is so terrible. We should enforce somehow that no one's sponsored um, or that there's enough non-sponsored people. But what I'm really, what I really think that points to is the fact that open source costs money to run. Sure does. <laughs> yeah. Surprise, surprise. And not free as in beer. Not free as in any, well, not free as in anything. Um, it's not that free. Um, you know, so we've got all of these, um, well, misconceptions about free, but also misconceptions about volunteering because volunteering is free work, right? But it's, it's time for someone and time that translates to, you know, even if you're using the national volunteer rate, which is like, I think it's like $27 an hour or something the amount of money that it costs to run WordPress and, and build it and do all these things that we all bitch about with the updates and the releases and all that and fix the security releases, go update for 6.2.1. See, I did it, Courtney. That was for you. Um, uh, that we, we, um, we don't think about that. Yeah. We don't think about our subsidized WordCamp costs. We don't necessarily think about um, how much how much volunteer hours go into this and mm -hmm. even five for the future that is barely being tracked in reality anyone could put any number on there any number on their thing and it's some random number right on their on their profile i and do then, 100 hours a day yeah me too i feel like it but, and then there's all these people who do a ton of volunteer work and never even say that they've they don't right. quantify it at all yep. there's no tracking of it so we really have no conception of how much money it costs to operate WordPress. And mm -hmm. it is absolutely a, a misnomer or a misconception to say that it is run by volunteers because it is not. It is 100% well, corporate sponsored. Splitting hairs here. Anyone that chooses to, I, I will decide I'm going to take ownership and do the thing mm -hmm. is a volunteer. Yes. Um, yeah, this is, this yeah. is you're, you're volunteering to do the thing, right? So that volunteer is not about pay or no pay. It's about I have a choice to do the thing or not. Right. But about sponsoring, that's different. And and the, let's toss it so, a plug for the WPCC there. Yeah, and I was going <laughs> to say, too. The hundred percent is also like it, it's a fair point to, to put it. What does it mean to volunteer? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But. Like there's not as many as perhaps we would say we'd like, but there are definitely people who like no one is paying for that right. are doing things and no one is paying me for any of this. Right. And now, like plus, plus years I wasn't but, paid either. Here's the key though. I don't think it's fair. So there are fair questions to ask. Yeah. 
of of like where the money is coming from, but it's not fair to diminish the value of the work putting in by someone because they're paid to be. Oh there. no, not at all. I, it, I which is, but that's that a. I, I know to... you're not, but that is a vibe sometimes where people are like, "Oh, you're sponsored by so and so." Okay, that just means you're. But doesn't do... mean as much. <laughs> you know, your 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 passion for WordPress is not as much because I'm bleeding money and giving. All and and all. and I think anyone who holds that so there's some responsibility that comes with accepting those positions where you have that sponsorship. Yeah, Courtney, I'm sure you're going to run into this where you're going to face people who are just upset at GoDaddy for whatever reasons, right? Yes. And it, it's <laughs> I gonna... just need to go to like Twitter or Reddit to find it. Give me a moment. <laughs> so there, there is a cost, if you will, to having that sponsorship. But there's also so much that you can do, not only for your own time, but also the influence that you get to wield within the organization that sponsors you right? to represent the interests of the project back. So to me, it's a really, uh, yeah, I think it's a fantastic thing. And I know that's not what you're saying, say, but no, I, think I people... am saying it's a fantastic thing. It just... No, no, no. Uh, I know it's not, you're not questioning the value of those contributions no, at no, all. No. But sometimes that is something I've, I see an edge of that with people like, oh, you know, uh, Google pays you. So you must. Just yeah, this is what person. I'm saying. So I feel like we're in this bubble where we're like, yep. like, like not recognizing reality. Right. Like yep. this is exactly why I, I <laughs> preface this whole thing with that at the beginning. Because... Um, I want to tell you a story about Google real quick. Oh, yeah. Tell it. So I I forget how many years back this was. I want to say like five years or so um, before Google had really started to get involved um, actively in WordPress. And I remember I was at an agency meeting. This is back in my agency days. And Google, two reps from Google had shown up. And I remember just the reaction of most of the other agencies in the room where they were like, eh, this is kind of interesting. And the, the rep from Google um, he, uh, Alberto Medina, some of you all have the pleasure of knowing Alberto already. Um, he had, he was, he was new. Like he had just been assigned this like WordPress thing and he had this open invitation. He was like, Hey, like we'd like to get involved. Um, like what, you know, what is it? And it was an open thing. And I was like, well, I'm going to take him up on it. So I went by their offices and I just started to be curious and explore. And after thinking about it a bit, I said, you know what? I, I had the, it's helpful to me that I'm a bit optimistic in general, but I was like, you know what? Google has an explicitly aligned interest in seeing WordPress succeed. Mm-hmm. And as I just yep. began to ask some questions about that, it's like, okay, this makes sense to me. I'm on board with this. And so I started talking to them about some of the projects. I talked about the Tide project. There were a number of things. And, and so Google began to get actively involved. And I remember when they showed up at WordCamp for the first time, they, they, the first time that they did it, they did it. This was WordCamp Europe. Um, I forget which year this was. It was the the huge dome thing that leaked. Um, anyway. <laughs> anyway, it was fantastic. Google shows up and they do what Google does and they just crushed it. It was like totally professional, looked amazing, and it fell out of place and ended yes. up spawning quite a bit of um, distrust. I, want, I just want to say real quick, I remember when they came, and I don't know if it was the first time, but I remember when they showed up at WordCamp US and their setup in the sponsor hall was just, because they, you know, they've got the gear, that's all. Yeah, yeah. It was the beginning of the kind of upgrade yes. of the sponsor hall from like the tables. Yes. And now people are bringing like installations and stuff. Yes. And arch and stuff. Like Amazon had bought, had blow torches out at their, at AWS's booth at Open Source Summit. I believe it. And it was very much the, the different crowd. Like it's a different approach to the tables in the vendor they hall. They books with their Kindle. No, no. No, just they assembly. were giving out like um, uh, popsicles that had marshmallow on the outside and then they 
used. They weren't giving away the blowtorches, unfortunately, but they had like this whole awesome campsite theme going on. I was sad that swag wasn't the blowtorch, but I did enjoy the ice cream. Um, that would be the funniest swag thing ever. Like, so, just like we're just burning it all down. Here's a bunch of blowtorches for swag. Here's, here's the our- point of the story. I think for many people, they there was an automatic distrust of Google. No pun intended on the word. No. <laughs> there was uh, there was there was a distrust of Google, and people they weren't taking the time to ask the question about incentives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and sure, I'm not so Google is worthy of skepticism. There's been a number of things that they've done, even in WordPress. There's questions to be asked, but at the end of the day, when I look at that, I was like, you know what? Incentives are aligned here. It makes sense that Google would invest in WordPress, and who would I be to? Like what would what good would it be for the project to discourage yeah. that investment? And so uh, what I began the way I began to think about it then and do think about it now is it's our responsibility for those of us who like who know the space well to both welcome and then help guide those investments. Right? Okay. When you find an aligned interest, That's it's like really awesome. Sweet, We're so happy that you're here. Let's teach you. Come with us. Come to our word camps. Let's give you some tips on like how to do that. Yeah. Let's also at the same time up our game at how we do word camps, right? And there's a lot that we can learn as these kind of worlds come together while staying true to who we are. And but at least that's the point I want to come back to right there. That was it. And I think I've seen this play out a number of times, but the the example with Google, I think illustrated it quite well for me because I saw the skepticism on the face of my fellow WordPressers. And for me, I'm like, okay, like, but just ask yourself some questions about Mm -hmm. where the incentives are. And I think that's, Often and once that's asked, and I've and we've kind of seen this play out. There's a lot of things that they've done that where they brought a lot of value. Once that's asked, it starts to make more sense. And if if there's a reasonable answer for incentive, sometimes there's not, <laughs> or yeah. the the or the answer, the answer. <laughs> I saw to that to that end. I've seen a couple of times where some of the sponsor areas at WordCamps. Um, you could tell that the marketing department thought this was like most other events yes. that you sponsor, yes. and it's not. And in the WordPress community, yeah. from from my perspective, there have been times where we're like, "You're you can't say that combo of words in our community because it comes off like we are there to be salesy and pushy yep. at our booth." And in the WordPress community. Um, that's not, and I will tell you one of the things that that speaks volumes to my manager Adam Warner. Um, to his credit, the first thing he asks people when they come to our table is, "So, what do you do with WordPress?" It's not, "Let me show you my demo." Can you come to my booth and get a demo? Right? It's, it's like, let's talk about what do you do with WordPress because if you think about the audience at a WordCamp versus the audience that would be at something like Open Source Summit, which is your key decision makers in many corporate orgs. Um, it's a very different audience. And so, so at a work camp, you could have everybody from I'm a hobbyist and I just use it to do a thing to I make the code that you're all using. And like I can make I'm a core committer and I can do all the things right. Like you can have everybody in between that whole gamut and you can't come off with come see my demo. It's the best thing in the world. Yeah, we have a healthy skepticism, which I I I think is good. Um, and I think that it's it. It's you a know, core value, by the way, in WordPress. Skepticism, it? it is, yeah. Well, and, yeah. Andrea did a talk on that a while back. It's one for better, for worse. It is yeah. one of our values. To be show skeptical. notes. Let's get those yeah. Andrea's talk in the show notes. And um, assuming the good is weird because those don't always go together. It's a little confusing, but that's okay. Um, I really wanted to talk though about what you said, Jonathan, about the shepherding. Or we didn't say shepherding, but I did. Of um, how we help these, like how we can 
and, and this is exactly why the WPC, the WP Community Collective was founded, is how we can be a conduit for guiding those investments because it is it is foolish. It would be foolhardy for us to be like, oh, we don't want your corporate money in our beautiful community because we will wither and die or it'll just be. Enough. Well, and say, I just want to I want to make the yeah. point on that because I agree it's foolish, but I think it's important to look at the why. And at least for me, and I'll just, just make the point, it's. It's because the incentives are aligned. It's not that we need the money. It's that like it's a mutual need. These corporations need WordPress just as much. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I think people miss. It's not charity even. It's yeah. like these are aligned interests. If you look at like the hosting industry. And well, but, but, but what my point is, is that they have an interest in investing and WordPress is important. 43% yes. of the web, like it is yep. a substantial thing, right? And the biggest open source project, blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, I guess Linux is pretty big too, but... Anyway, um, the, the 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 point I'm trying to make All here is those there is no clear and easy path like you've been talking about, and I see you linked here about like how how can corporate for folks kind of onboard and incorporate into WordPress. And as I said, the WPCC is here to facilitate that financially as well. That's why we're wanting to yeah. do that. But um, I think there's uh, there is a bigger role for the um, the, the community to, whether that's through Five for the Future team, which is definitely mostly run by automaticians, which, you know, I don't know what that translates to, but like, if, if this is something that is, is increasing, which it is, right, and we need it to increase, they need it to increase, we need more funding, you know, the, the, a lot of the thing, um, plugins and stuff, they've been getting bought up, and we need that funding to keep coming into the community. Um, and there's not a, a clear path for that, for how how to come on, how to start contributing, how to judge what is valuable for the corporation, and judge what is valuable as a donation or as a as a as putting things in. You know, is just handing out money great? Is travel sponsorships great? Is it just good swag at WordCamps? Um, and of course, I think contribution is the most important thing because that's where we're really we're really needing it there's just less and you know it, it, it yeah. turns out we need more contribution um but i think that right now we're in a really weird place because and i don't want this to be about you know this isn't about automatic this isn't about a rec you know a, a reckoning for that but i do know for a fact that in those five for the future profiles when it says that someone is pledged 40 hours a week to the WordPress project, that's not actually true. It is WordPress stuff, the WordPress world, the WordPress adjacent areas, and whether those are corporate interests or whatever other interests those are, most of the full-time contributors are not only working on wordpress.org. And in fact, there is a, it's not even half for some of the folks that I know. Say, of. just yeah. to anchor your point, one mm -hmm. of the things that I've observed um, I was on the uh, organizing team for WordCamp US last year, helping with the sponsorships. And, and I've done a lot of work working with sponsors in different ways, shapes, and forms. It's a pretty common misconception with sponsors that, at least at least in my experience, they'll think, at least some folks in the organization will think that going to WordCamps is contribution. Right. And and there is some degree of that, yes. But or like, that's having not your plugin in the repo. Yeah, is contribution. Or, yeah. 
And it's like, no, and I can understand. I can understand where that comes from. And it's fine. We can work with that. But like when I when I look at a company who just spent a bunch of money on WordCamp, for instance, you spent half a million on WordCamps. That's awesome. We're really happy that you came. We know it costs a lot to get your team and all that out there. But like that, that is not five for the future. Yes. And that is what I think is really important because um, right now the five for the future program is being sort of written by I want to draw attention to a link here. Two things. First, um, in the show notes, we'll include the Five for the Future main listing that is on WordPress.org. And companies and individuals both can go to this and say that I participate in Five for the Future. So if you are not a large corporation and you would not want to register an entire corporation as contributing, or even a small one, if you just want to list yourself as a person, say, uh, contributing, then go list how many hours a week on average that you're spending as contributing. Yep. So do that. But then also where the decisions are being made, where some of the, the, the conversation is happening, I link to a GitHub repo of issues. So the issues that are in here are decisions, discussions, and there is effort to cut down on somebody that is saying that they're contributing 70 hours a week to the project. And you know that they also have a job somewhere else, like they sleep at some point or, people that claim to contribute to a team, but you don't see them ever attending a meeting. Yep. Um, that So that the team reps can also have conversation with, you signed up to do this thing on this yep. team and we need that thing done. Could you come in and do the thing, like proofread something or whatever you signed up to do, mm-hmm. um, having some communications with that. So there is a GitHub repo. It has not been particularly active, but out of this came some activity that helped the training team. So I volunteered the training team while I was a team rep to be part of the pilot for this. Out of this came, if you are hosting a um, one of the online workshops, that meetup.org would flow as your data over to, it's not all the way through yet, but that your meetup.org activity would flow towards your wordpress.org account. Because if you hosted an online workshop or if you facilitate a meetup group, that you that should- is contributing. Yes, that is contributing. If it's, yeah. if it's related to any official WordPress event, of any sort, whether you're on one of the, the teams, I mean, that's a su- most meetups are a subset of community is what I would say that, right? Part of yeah. the community team. Community team, yeah. Yep, so so there are dis- discussions, decisions that are happening. There is a GitHub repo for that. It hasn't had current activity. And I think a lot of that is that we're just seeing a shift right now with availability of folks, especially economy related. I think, yeah, I was gonna say, I think um, a lot of this has to do with um, all the layoffs that have been happening in the past six months, because a lot of folks who are paid that, and that, and that's really a big, I don't know if it's a threat is the right word, but what's the, when it's like a, 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 a risk. yeah, a risk, yeah. risk for us in general is that when we have so much uh, sponsored, so much authority, so much effort being made by sponsored folks, if they are removed by their company, we mm-hmm. often just lose that person. Or and, retire out of contributing to a specific team or yeah. or for any of yeah. Someone is burnt out because they've been doing it for so long and they need to leave and we lose yeah. all of that institutional knowledge. So no. um, or they aren't sponsored or they change jobs and their new job doesn't let them be sponsored the same way. So like there is this is this is something that I think is like one, we have to accept. I'm just gonna wrap it up, right? One, we have to just accept that this is part of just the the paradigm in our current world, right? Like this is, we can't be like purists, like, oh, is this, we're all pure over here. It's just, it's not reality and it's already not happening. And But what I think we definitely need is more 
input and more, um, more, I, I don't want to say oversight, but just awareness by the folks who are not representing corporate interests. So smaller agencies, mm-hmm. and owners, guild mm-hmm. folks who might be related to yes. this person right here, um, that those people really need to at least pay attention because the, the opinions of all of those people are, are even valuable past like, you know, are they contributing? Even if we can get feedback from the greater community, from like smaller people, individuals, and 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 that sort of kind of level, the non mm-hmm. non corporate sponsored level, then we can make sure that this is win win for everybody, and right. it is not just you know working for individual corporate agendas. Because in in the void of a, a good strategy those corporate agendas will just be, because they exist, right? Those, the corporate agendas exist. They, they are there for a reason. They're making money. They're not investing in WordPress just because they're trying to be altruistic, right? This is part of a business. So, you know, if we as a community do not have a strong opinion, a strong approach, a strong process for onboarding and managing and dealing with this and being really open about it, because right now it's very hush-hush, I'm sponsored by GoDaddy or I'm sponsored by Automatic or, you know, I mean, it's out there, but I think people are, you know, they're not, they're not as, um, it just doesn't feel open, which is ironic for, you know, open source. Um, just that people are, are not open, openly understanding the dynamic. And I yeah. think the more that we can really just really be realistic and open and transparent about how the sausage is getting made, as, as the expression goes, I think that we will be able to continue to grow. But if we, you know, go like this and just be like, I don't know what's happening. Some corporations are doing some stuff. I don't know. Um, then we do risk becoming an owned community. Um, I want to make, so yeah. I think what stands out to me right now is I think, I, I think a lot about this incentives problem. I'm similar to your comment. I'm perhaps more optimistic on it, having worked at Automatic. I'm really grateful for what Automatic does on the project. One of the challenges I, I am as well. I think it's that I see is that it's most. Not, I don't. I don't. I'm oversimplifying when I say this, but like it's mostly them. Mm-hmm. It, it's no, not. It's not. It is yeah. mostly them. So the problem. It is. There's a lot of them. Five for the future adoption in reality mm-hmm. is is like really low. And there's different reasons for that. Yeah. And in general, it's like I'm perfectly happy to see companies like contributing to WordPress from their marketing budgets. But to me, that's an indicator that we're not quite getting it. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Like mm-hmm. if it's coming from the marketing side of the budget, then that, that I'm thank you. We're, we're grateful for that. But at the same time, yeah. it's like, OK, then we're not quite getting the incentives piece yet. And that's what I'm finding. And, and I'm encouraged because when I talk to some of these corporations, there is an open, explicit interest in a recognition and there's a gap. Of, OK, how do we do this? And I've oh, seen yeah. this even happen where they will show up at WordCamps and, and they don't know what to. And it's a combination of our inexperience and yeah. maybe like who they paired with that day. Yep. There's, there's a whole sort of <laughs> set of things that makes this hard, where I think part of what we're seeing right now is a dearth of resources where it doesn't need to be the case because there's plenty of organizations with aligned incentive and interest that just don't have clear paths today. Yeah, exactly. This is exactly my point. There is there, the resources are there and the need is there and we are struggling and, and we need to openly 
make that path. And so the WPCC is there to be part of that. But this is, you know, direct contribution is obviously great. And even having people understand that they could use the WPCC and why that would be useful is really important. So I think it's just illuminating, connecting these dots from the resources that exist and the need that is there with these corporations and the need that is within our community and, you know, put our purest selves aside and say, how can we make this work in a, in a way that is win-win? Because I, I just worry that if we keep pretending it's not happening, then it's going to develop in a way that isn't best for the community, isn't best for WordPress. And, you know, once things get set up and, you know, structured, it's hard to undo them. So I think it's really important in this time now, as, as I think we're seeing much more corporate consolidation in the community, in, in the ecosystem as a whole, that it is even more important to make sure that those, that, that, that connector path is there so that we do not continue to lose resources as consolidation happens and that we, we really have a strong conduit to be able to continue that support because it can't just be automatic. Like it just can't be, you know, it's not, I it's actually not made fair, a tweet right. about this, it's not fair. I actually made a tweet about this a, a while ago and it was like, so that, so automatic's upset because they're doing all the work, but everybody else is upset because automatic is doing all the work. Hmm. So, right. but the solution is to that is that other people should do the work other than automatic. They'd be happy. We'd be happy. So to that end, I will say quickly yeah. that a lot of this is why I went to the open source leadership track and the open source program office track within um, the open source summit. So what they do is they have, think about the rooms that we have at work camps. They have like dedicated tracks. They have six, seven of them going on at once and they're focused on different things. There was the people doing WebAssembly, the people doing OpenJS, whatever. So the ones that I went to were specifically around a lot of the um, learning what other corporations are doing related to open source. And I say this, when I looked around, I found one other CMS kind of person and she was a Drupal. And I love working with her and collaborating on things now. But um, I think that that indicates to me that I didn't meet any people at other web hosts. I didn't meet any other CMS open source kind of people. I met a lot of people that are end users of that, but I didn't meet people that are decision makers within that those spaces. And to, to my end, well, in part, this was a Linux event. And a lot of what the Linux Foundation does is it is the home foundation for many different open source things, none of which are those, right? We have our own foundation mm -hmm. in WordPress. So there is a bit of that that might be at play. But the flip side of it is, how is the content management and the hosting industry, how are they all understanding the value of open source when it relates to both the content management? I Honestly, the fact that GoDaddy already has OpenJS and we're a board member of that, that's amazing to me. And I didn't know that until a year yeah. after working there. However, um, indicating, hey, let's go contribute to this team. Let's do that. And then we have layoffs and and budget and you know the things um it's it's something that i want to improve and i would like to also extend that offer that if there are people at other hosting companies people like myself and other um cms spaces what have you that are struggling through that find me online somewhere i have my web address courtney r dev oh wait 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 this way this way this way <laughs> yeah backwards yes. there you go so find me online somewhere that, that uh, you'll find me every which way but um i would love to talk through like 
What are the challenges? What have you tried? How can we improve? Because the the open source understanding and how, um, from a corporation's perspective, where are the blockers to having various corporate individuals? I, I came into my job at GoDaddy after contributing to WordPress for, I think it was over, it was like 11, 12 years of already contributing to WordPress before I started at GoDaddy. So I get it. I understand the the, yeah. the, the, the yeah. need in open source. And now it's my job to then turn around and, and share with folks that came from a very closed source software approach before arriving at GoDaddy, what it means. And I have to do that with marketing, with engineering, with, with all the things um, about the true ethos of open source and the different models of open source even. And so I've got those internal pieces uh, that I advocate about, <laughs> right? And so there's there's a lot to this whole, like, there's a lot to unpack, but we're way into overtime. So reach I, out. I, mean, I do. Yeah, that's I do. Thing that really is the point here is that we can't ignore this. We or we ignore it at our peril. We leave it at the edges at our peril. We leave yeah. the corporations alone to figure out their WordCamp sponsorships and you know get maybe their global partner you know whatever. Yeah. Make yeah. Like we we need to as a community as an ecosystem have these conversations and have the engagement so that when we are connected to these resources, we are using them and we are in a way that is promoting the community, strengthening the project um, and and making it even easier for them to contribute more as opposed to, you know, making it harder to contribute, which is what I feel like we, we do a lot of the time. So I think, yeah. you know, for me, it's a lot of just acceptance like this, like I started with, right? This is the way that it is. And we really need to just just make it work mm -hmm. like and and i know that there's i'd love to talk in the future also about some of the things you're doing about that jonathan we didn't really get to talk too much next about time. yeah next time there's so much like you said courtney but um yeah okay Jason. Yeah. yeah. I, I do want to say something um <laughs> what about um we should explore at some point the uh the part that uh that jonathan was talking about regarding the having the all of the marketers that are showing up to the WordCamps and and how the developers getting those developers involved in in the contri contribution side of it as well. So it's not just the marketers, right. but rather it's the developers that are also you I, know uh, finding their way to be able to contribute into just, it, especially when they're coming from uh, either a sponsored, well, probably more of a sponsored side of it. Just so that you know they can figure out that way of being able to get into um, Jason, just as a point that we need of encouragement there. I've had a few corporations who came to me specifically and asked, Who should we send? and they ended up sending very different people than who they were originally sending, and it made all the difference. Yeah. I was like, Send people like send, send people who like would actually really enjoy this stuff, like, yeah, doesn't need yeah, to be people who are selling, yeah, exactly, exactly. It, it makes like a huge early, difference, That's yeah, a like early. Like so early on on water cooler, we always had these folks that would pitch us ideas of like, let's get our CEO to come on the show and talk about how great our product is. And I'm like, that sounds wonderful for you. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't sound wonderful for like yeah. the community at large. How about well, you get I, me the developer that's sitting in the corner that really wants to talk about this stuff and get them involved in it. And I think that's kind of where you're talking about here, Jonathan, of getting those people that are just a little bit outside of the norm that aren't, mm -hmm. you know, running around trying to do all the marketing about the thing. Yep. Mm -hmm. Say. Yeah. 
Oh, I don't. I, your point was good, and I forgot what I was. <laughs> Perfect. Well, hey, uh, we went into double secret overtime, as, as the uh, <laughs> overlay says. So, um, here is our outro. Bye. <laughs> Hey, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, this thing called Stitcher, Spotify, if you've heard of it. Uh, and if you listen on Spotify, we'll be in your rap here, so that's cool. Uh, we've got the YouTube thing, TIL Biz. But really, you should just come talk to us in the Discord, because that's where the fun times is. Are? <laughs>